0: seven rivers student ministry podcast we believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with jesus if you'd like to know more about our ministry you can visit us at www.sevenrivers.org students <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shocking, we know. <laughs> Got really excited about telling stories.
0: <laughs> so we, we we split it into mm-hmm. two. Yes. So right now, you're seeing us, but we're going to actually throw you back after it's the like transition.
1: A, is this like time travel?
0: Time travel kind of. Oh,
1: my god! It's kind of like
0: Lost with all those flashbacks they had in Lost. Yeah, you know we don't. It might trip you out a little bit. Yeah. But lucky for you, we're wearing the same clothes.
1: Same clothes. So it looks like we're not traveling exactly in time
0: it's like yeah this is like a time travel movie it's
1: we crazy. should write a book
0: about time but who travel? needs
1: Stephen hawking when we have I mikey mean, and sarah exactly
0: so <laughs> well you're listening to the spilt milk the art no not art there is no art in this the mess the mess <laughs> of, a lot of teenagers mess. <laughs> and if you're listening to this and you're like i cannot go another day with my teen you're in you're in a beautiful (laughs) spot you're with us we're right there with you neither can we yeah we love you guys we're for you guys Mm -hmm. uh and 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 so this is this the whole purpose of this podcast is just to be your champion come alongside you yeah and to uh help you uh parent them through the mess messiness of it you know essentially and so last week we were talking about telling your story and this is going to be part two of telling your story with your teenager and the complications and craziness of that. And that's what we want you to be able to do, is, is to be able to mm-hmm. c- leave this podcast and, and sit down with your teenager at night or for breakfast or before school or after school, wherever you are with them, and be able to say, hey, these are pieces of my life that I want you to know about me. Um, and, I d- and I want you to know about me me because I want you to know, too, that I desire and long to know these pieces about you as well. So let's just go for it. So travel back with us to part. Well, it, when we were originally recording it, <laughs> we were thinking it was gonna be one episode one. But come back with us <laughs> right now.
1: Ooh, I know it's Twilight Zone. Boom,
0: boom, the portal, <laughs> <laughs> the portal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's producing more music
0: this week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: Kind of using your own life as as markers for when, yeah. um, and and just kind of going back, I there I don't I'm a bachelor fan. I don't know if you know I'm a bachelor fan. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um, if everyone else should know that. <laughs> maybe scared. they shouldn't. They've all all stressed me at this point. But you know, on the Bachelor, they go on dates. They go mm. on like um one on one dates, and they're sitting at the table, and it's kind of this joke in probably anybody who even doesn't watch The Bachelor knows this, but in The Bachelor, they sit at this table on their one-on-one dates and they're eating dinner, but you never actually see them eat dinner Mm. because chewing is inappropriate. Uh, Not inappropriate, it's unattractive on TV. The camera doesn't look good when there's someone just chewing. Like, you're not talking to each other, there's nothing happening. Um, So they've edited out these parts that are unattractive for TV, for the purpose of looking good. And so I think that when we talk about how and you've already kind of alluded you've you've talked about this but when we talk about how I think it's important to not edit out the chewing to to leave in the parts that might be a little bit unattractive that might yeah. make you look a little bit less cool or a little bit less awesome so that your kid can know that chewing is normal like we we all have to eat <laughs> you know like we're right. we're going to make mistakes um here let's hope let's hope and pray that maybe you don't make the same mistakes that I made but if you do this is how this uh, this is a reality basically let's not cut out the reality of the situation let's not edit out the reality of the situation let's talk about how this hurt us how this hurt the other people how this how this changed us and how this changed our story and then we can talk about how we move forward from that right. how we brought Jesus into the story.
0: And you don't have to tie a bow at the end. Right. And you don't have to say like, "Hey, I did that when I was 16, but now it's all good."
1: Yeah. No. We're so tempted to do that.
0: Don't do that. Mm-hmm. It's not all good. It's it's sad. You're having to tell your kid this. Mm-hmm. It's that's a consequence. Mm-hmm. And and that's something that you need to continue, you know, to wrestle through and work through, you know, for the rest of your life. And yes, you're free in Christ and you, and all those things but right now here on earth we're in the in between like mm-hmm. we're in the already but not yet so they're still don't pretend like sin doesn't affect us still it does mm-hmm. and it hurts us and it has consequences like i think a lot of times people and kids teenagers we hear this all the time Like. They use Jesus as a license to sin. That is not the way to use Jesus. Mm-hmm. It, use is even a bad way to even describe Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And part of being in relationship with people is sharing your heart, your feelings, mm-hmm. your story. And so share your story with Jesus, you as a parent. Share your story with your kids, with Jesus in the mm-hmm. room. He's in the room in it. Share it with him in the room, with knowledge of him. And and weep and mourn your sin. Show the signs of the pain, the hurt, the brokenness, even even when you're sharing the good, share that too and mm-hmm. celebrate those things as well. Um, share how you even did it right. I mean, that's okay too, you know, as well. But what, the last thing you wanna, and kids are great at picking up on what's fake. They know what's fake mm-hmm. and what's not true. And the last thing you wanna do is be talking to your kids and it's a, you're telling the story because you're using it as a way to lecture them and change their behavior. Never tell your story as a way to change their behavior they will pick up on it and tune you out so fast Mm -hmm. tell your story as a way to connect with them Mm -hmm. tell your story as the bridge the avenue as the cross lay yourself on the cross of parenting and and rest in jesus lay yourself on the cross so that and pray that your kids connect with you through that brokenness through that Mm -hmm. broken story through that pain and that they see Jesus in the holes in your hands and the holes in your feet, that they see Jesus in your brokenness. That is how you tell your story to your kids. is not, and all the time, and I do this with Trey, or, or, and we, I'm gonna be, we're going to be tempted. We do this with our, even when we're sitting mm-hmm. down talking to a teenager, we do this. So it's like we're going to tell a piece of our story to change their behavior. Mm-hmm. Behavior change doesn't come unless there's heart change, and heart change only comes through the, through Jesus, mm-hmm. through the Holy Spirit. Human beings can't change hearts. Jesus changed hearts. And so in order for their, you got to let that be. You got to let God change their heart. Mm -hmm. But you share a story to get close to their heart, to Mm -hmm. connect with their heart, to be near their heart. You cannot change it. But if you're near their heart and you love Jesus, Jesus will be near there too. Mm -hmm. He's near your kids' hearts if if you're a Christian parent listening to this. And so in sharing your story, they're going to see Jesus manifested. And as you connect with them with your story, they're going to want to follow him because they're going to see you following him and see what that looks like and see what the results are for that. I think one of the greatest things about Jesus and storytelling is that we can tell our stories honestly and openly because we believe it's not about us and it's about him. And actually even we can even talk about our brokenness and pain and failures because it points even more to him and our need for him. And so in the craziest way, the gospel has flipped our biggest shame moments into the, God's biggest glory moments. Mm-hmm. Let it be done. Let your story out. Share your story, not to change their behavior, but to usher in the presence of God mm-hmm. um, with your students, so that they can encounter Him and know Him through your story as you follow Jesus. I mean, that's what—that's one of the things that I'm really wanting to challenge mm-hmm. our parents right now, listening to this, because I think, would if you not agree, even you and I, as you know, student ministers. Mm-hmm. We share stories as a way to try to change their behavior, but really we need to share stories as a way to connect with their hearts. Mm -hmm. So,
1: um, so yeah, I think that this may, this may kind of transition us into the idea of appropriateness to some, um, but I think we can also swing to the other extreme where we share our story so that our student or our child carries that burden with us Yeah. And I do think that there's so a, an important line there, um, especially when you're a single parent and you don't have a spouse or you maybe yeah. don't live in community, you don't go to church, or or you do go to church and you just are in a weird season, um, of I'm sharing my story. And I think that it's usually in, with good intention. Like, I'm sharing my story because I want you to know. Sometimes it may be to change behavior or whatever. But in sharing our story often, and I can do this as – I mean, as a, in student ministry, I can do this, but I share my story and subconsciously have this expectation that they're going to carry it with me, um, and so maybe I share too much, or maybe I don't quite get to the redemptive part of the story, or maybe maybe I intentionally am not tying bows because I want for someone else to come in and tie that bow, and so, so we can, I think that's the other kind of extreme of the pendulum is sharing a story and then expecting our child to to be our best friend and to carry that with us right. and so um, I think that leads kind of into this conversation about what's appropriate to share
0: yeah yeah I think great way to point to the other side of it too because I think you cannot hear. let's talk first real quick you are not in a spot to share your story with your student if you do not have really good friends around you that mm-hmm. know it right. they can't be the first one to hear this right so <laughs> definitely warning flag number 1 if you're trying to share this with your student they, they cannot be the first to hear it they cannot handle that mm-hmm. they're not supposed to handle that it, because now you're looking to them to k- be the parent you know so you might have to share that with your parents you might have to share that with your you, your counselor and your c- you need to create a network community before you share st- content mm-hmm. when you share content of your story you need to yes be present in it but also you need to know you need to let your student know that that you have people that are walking with you through it, mm-hmm. uh, that you have people that are carrying this burden for you, um, and that the reason why you're sharing this story is because you want them to know you, and you also are inviting them to share pieces of their story as well as a student. So I think, I think that that is kind of what you really should be, and you also sh- you know really you should be sharing your story um, if you have a church community, a community that is around you. So th- I think that's. A really big emphasis there what's appropriate i mean is essentially to me what's appropriate is is what you are ready to share Mm -hmm. but also based on you know like i said before like the age of your student you know when was the age that you were wrestling with some of this stuff maybe subtract a year or two and start there so that you're the first person to have conversations about this Mm -hmm. with your with your student with your team but also like most likely you know you're going to be a parent that leans on one side or the other you're going to either be one that is slow to share pieces where they probably you should be a little quicker so that you know because you're you're afraid that you think that they don't know certain things already so you don't want to Mm -hmm. they probably already do so (laughs) you know you want to be the one you want to be a voice in that conversation if they're having but also there's the other side too is like you could Seen, we've seen parents share too much in a degree mm-hmm. and then their, their students are now kind of caught up in this like lust and longing that they weren't ready for at mm-hmm. the time. So really, you got to get to know your own student. You got to get to know them, know who they are. Um, and so but before you go into that degree of sharing, like you got to have a relationship with them and build towards that point mm-hmm. where you can share this kind of content with them of your story. Um, to an appropriate degree of detail. Mm -hmm. You can talk about really traumatic stories and say them with the same emphasis and power without maybe some of the deep super details Mm -hmm. that you would share with your counselor. Right. So Mm -hmm. you can, and work with a counselor and work with your friends to maybe write up a way to tell your kids, Mm -hmm. your students, seek out that wisdom. I mean, that's what, those are the suggestions that I would make. And I think you would probably agree with the same thing. Mm-hmm. If you want to add anything, no,
1: um, no, I, I like that. I agree yeah. with that. I think, I think going. You also you mentioned earlier a kid can kind of smell it out too. So, um, a kid can tell if you're. A student's gonna know if you're like sharing the story for like attention or sharing the story, for, for something or as a way as, as an offering to them too. Um, and again, it it may be very subconscious, but I think a kid can kind of smell out your intention behind the story that you're sharing. And so doing it in a healthy way, um, with community surrounding you, um, not sharing it with them for the first time are all really important.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, I think if you, you know, you should give space for your kids to ask questions Mm -hmm. as well. You don't, let them ask questions and answer them as honestly as you th- can but also uh, give your kids you know you know you can say this this phrase to them you can s- you can say hey there's a piece of the story that I'm not going to share but I will share with you one day just not right now mm-hmm. so I'm going to share everything but this one piece but just know that there is another piece in here if it doesn't fully make sense to you And then we'll come back to it in a few years um, or ask me about it in a few years and i would love to tackle that with you so those are the kind of things and i think it would even be helpful if you were thinking right now if you have a middle schooler or a high schooler think about when you were in middle school and high school start writing those things out and then start thinking about what are the things that you wish you knew about your parents or wish your parents had conversations with you Mm -hmm. when you were in middle school and high school that would have helped you and benefited you and what pieces of the story do you want to know about your own parents and maybe ask your own parents as an adult? Go and ask them right now. <laughs> you know, hey, mom, dad, you know, your your parents. W- when you were in middle school and high school, did you struggle with any of this, anything? And start asking them questions and li- and have an opportunity to experience that as a child as well. And then learn from that and then be able to come up with your own plan of like, okay, when when he's in sixth grade, when Tripp's in sixth grade, I'm going to share these pieces mm-hmm. in seventh grade, I'm going to share these pieces. Eighth grade, I'm going to share these pieces. And ninth, and, and, and it wouldn't be a bad idea in your journal to come up with a little bit of a plan of how you're going to share your story. You you don't have to share, and, and I wouldn't recommend you sharing everything of your story in one sitting. Mm-hmm. A kid can't handle that. That would <laughs> be eight hours <laughs> of their life. You know that they they're not ready for. It. Do that. Don't do that. Just just slowly process and bring it up um, as well. Uh, and those are things that I think even as stuff happens in your child's life they're gonna create res moments of resonating for you as mm-hmm. a parent stop pausing that moment that you're resonating with what they're sharing and think about it should i share what they're sharing right now about what they're going through with their girlfriend or boyfriend mm-hmm. resonates with me mm-hmm. is this a moment that i can maybe disclose with them like hey me too this was something really hard for me as well this is where i struggled and do 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 mm-hmm. and, and go on from there mm-hmm. I don't I mean those are the things and then I think I would say try to stay away from shaming your kids with your story using yes. it as a way it's like I was never like that when I was your age or I never yeah. did things like that really drive deep wounds into your children mm-hmm. um, and I think those are things that you might even should ask have I shamed you before and and, and repent of those with your, with your student but I am I think we've tackled the story sharing your story (laughs) uh and and i hope you guys have enjoyed it to a degree i hope it helps you maybe it would be good to go back to some of these parts slow it down maybe break this one up for yourselves um in smaller pieces but you guys are loved you matter to us and thank you for listening this is uh sarah and i'm Mikey. mikey see y'all let's go
1: (laughs) Thank you for being here today for the Spilt Milk podcast. We are so thankful that you tuned in. Um, we would love for you to like and subscribe our podcast on whatever podcast platform you listen on. Also, if you loved this content, we would love for you to share this with your friends. We think this is valuable content and we want it to get out there. Also, you can give us a five-star review. That would be super helpful. It gets it to people um, who it may not have gotten to otherwise. If you want to follow us anywhere else, you can follow us on Instagram at Seven River Student Ministry. You can also follow us on Facebook at Seven River Student Ministry. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, advice on how to podcast, you can email us at srsm at 7 dot Thanks for tuning in today.